Hello, hello, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 382. Boy, oh boy, we are getting close to 400. Uh, this week's episode is named Give Us a Break. Uh, and this week you have myself, BJ Swick 33, and Mr. Presar. Hey, what's up, buddy? It's Rob. Hello, hello. So, how are you today, Rob? I'm doing fantastic. Right. How was your week of gaming? Um, I wish there was more to it. <laughs> you know, I, I agree with that. Uh, I've played a very interesting game this week. I'll, I'll explain all of it to you, uh, here in a brief moment. Now um, you piqued my curiosity. Oh yes. Oh yes. Um, so like I said, episode 382, we, uh, broadcast live on Twitch every Sunday, 10 PM Eastern. And uh, the MP3 goes out to all your favorite podcasting apps on uh, typically on Monday. So give or take any audio issues. Exactly. So, but I, I think we've probably missed Monday maybe three or four times in the last year or something um, due <laughs> to issue. Year. Well, <laughs> I mean, like in a calendar year. <laughs> so um, you're pretty good at hitting uh, hitting that Monday. So. But a uh, um, couple more things I asked. I asked Mark. Um, I forgot to ask you, actually, Rob. Um, you know Ola, Chalk, Chalk One. Sure. Okay. Uh, he uh, used to be on, or he still has Battlefield podcast. Um, you know, when Mark and I started podcasting, it was you know he was on one podcast and we were on the other. Forever um, ago. Yeah, forever ago. Uh, I would consider him. You know, I don't know him personally but i would consider him you know a friend um he and somebody else has started up a new podcast and it's called push to talk uh, i don't know if you've actually checked it out rob no i haven't no. all right they're on they're on episode two it's brand new it's really it's short uh it's a short uh shorter podcast i think there's it's been around 30 minutes or so but it's uh push to talk dot fm um, go out there and give them a listen. It's actually really good. The last two episodes, they usually pick, they kind of pick a topic and they, and they kind of talk about it for a half hour or so. And then, uh, they have, uh, scanner Barkley. I can't remember his name, uh, off the top of my head, but he usually does like a rant, a weekly rant. So, <laughs> um, Hey, we don't we have that trademarked? We should have trademarked it. That's what I was getting ready to say. We should have trademarked that. That's but, not uh, cool. Yeah. So, um, it's really good. It's a good podcast. Um, so I just wanted to mention it, you know, because we know who they are. So we'd like to share, share the love. So that was the first thing, first announcement. The second announcement, I'll explain a little bit more here in a minute. But I got to go to uh, the CSGO MLG major that was in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. So it was pretty cool. Um I went there and I got to meet up with some some guys at a company, or, or I guess you can call them a company, but I've been beta testing some software or alpha closed beta testing, I guess, if you want to say. Is this fun software or? It's streaming yeah. software, believe it okay. or not. Right. Uh, you right. know what it is because we did something with it. Uh, we tried probably two, three months ago to, to, to try it out. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. They are in open beta, and <clears throat> for anybody who likes to stream or wants to start streaming, and you look at XSplit or OBS, like we use XSplit for this show. I use OBS when I stream personally, 
um, because I don't want to conflict. I don't want to ruin my show, you know, our show set up for something of mine. So I just went with something else. Um, You know, you have to go through all the bit rate stuff and oh, let me make sure this is right and this is right and this is right. If you just want something that's easy, you don't have to worry about it. You add assets, you put it on the page, you hit go and, and it starts streaming. You should try this out. It's called Inf- it's Infinicine. So it's I, uh, I-N-F-I-N-I-S-C-E-N-E. So Infinicine.com. Uh, they are an open beta. Go sign up and try it out if anybody's interested in doing some streaming of your own. They did not pay me to say that. They did not pay us to say that. Like I said, I've been closed beta testing. And since they're an open beta, I can kind of mention, you know, I can kind of mention it now. So um, they haven't paid us. That mean that that the checks in the mail. Yeah, yeah. No. Checks in the mail. No, it's it, it's actually really good when people <clears throat> don't pay you for something because when you talk about it and you actually mean it, it it's it means something. It's worth something. Um, so if you go try the open beta, just remember it's beta. They have a Discord. If you bump into any issues, they want to hear about it. They they love it. But uh, that's the reason I I went up to meet those guys at the uh, MLG events, my first event going, I don't play CSGO. Um, I know, I know all about it though, Um, (laughs) but it was a neat event. I mean, uh, just, just to go. And I mean, there's eight, 9,000 people there. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. That's quite a few people. Oh my gosh. It was huge. It was at nationwide arena in Columbus. And of course I work in Columbus. So, they were there like, Hey, don't you worry, you know, aren't you in Columbus? I was like, yeah. And they're like, you should, you know, come over and see us. So I went over and, and saw them and got to meet them and they're really cool guys. So, um, but yeah, the event was pretty neat. So I went on Saturday, I got to see uh, luminosity versus, Oh, a Brazilian group, I think, or I can't remember the other team, but they ended up winning that round when I was there. And actually they won the whole thing today. So, um, oh, wow. yeah, I have some pictures and stuff. If anybody's <laughs> interested, I'll maybe I'll put them in Facebook on the post uh, tomorrow when I get home um, just to show you kind of where I was at and, and what it was like. But pretty cool. Makes you makes me want to go out and try to play CSGO <laughs> just to try it. I know it's like $14, but I would never be a professional. Those guys are insane. I mean, it is insane. They know every nook and cranny of a map and. Yeah. where to bank stuff and all sorts of stuff is it's crazy because some of these people have been playing that what for like a dozen years oh yeah oh yeah absolutely so um but the, you know the, the the guys that i went up to see like one of them uh he's like oh yeah you know a couple of us play it in the office i'm like well now i'm gonna have to buy it give me a week to get good and then i'll come and beat you up <laughs> yeah. yeah that didn't go over too well <laughs> he's just like Looked at me. I'm just, uh, a week I'm just, or a year. <laughs> uh, yeah, a week, whatever. But uh, no. So <coughs> yeah, that was my second announcement. But yeah, that's kind of the the one big thing I did this weekend was went up there and uh, and watched that. It's pretty cool. That's oh, very cool. Yep. But those are two announcements: open beta and uh, and push to talk FM. And it is um, is Zencaster? Is it an open beta as well? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody out there, uh, you, you like the software, right? 
Oh yeah, you're giving all of our secrets. What's up with you? Well, loose lips. It's not secret. It's not secret. Um, Zencaster is what we use to actually record the show, put it together, and and that's what you hear on Monday is a recording from Zencaster. So it is also in beta. So you know when I said when there's no audio issues, (laughs) which not Zencaster, that's Skype. Well, that's Skype. We I think we had one. We had one Zencaster issue. Like when it didn't mix together right and it threw it all off. Well, that was our, well, yeah, I think there's been one, but you know, you can't blame the software. Um, but yeah, so, all right. What have you been playing? Yeah, for me, the only thing I've really been playing that's notable on the Xbox is just Mirror's Edge. I finally got the original uh, finished. And one thing that was really surprising to me was that, so I was going through the entire game. So, well, back, look at me retrace my steps here so years ago when the game first came out what is that like 2009 ish maybe 2008 2009 i think so i played it back then actually i think we all played it back then i know wing did did you ever play it which one mirror's edge uh i i think when they had a beta didn't they have a beta no they had something i played it 360 stuff man. well i know but i played it but i never bought it i never owned it so i can't tell you how i played played it vicariously through me and wing either that or i game flight it maybe that's when i had a game fly i remember playing it okay so but back then i played it and i never finished it and i didn't really remember how close i was to that i remember there was some point where i got really frustrated and i just put it down and i never went back to it so when it came out on the 360 backwards compatibility for the xbox one i picked it up started playing it just you know playing it here and there and i'm playing throughout this whole thing and it's it gives me like no achievements hmm. like none whatsoever i'm like how far along it was i in this game and so uh, i was actually this morning i went through and i finally finished the entire thing and there was one achievement that popped so I'm like wondering to myself now, I'm like, was I like five minutes from the end of the game when I stopped? Cause actually the, the last slew of enemies, uh, they were kind of tough. It took probably about two dozen tries to get through it. But anyway, um, now that this thing is behind me, I'm looking forward to getting the new one when it comes out at towards the end of May. So that's about six, seven weeks out. And, uh, We'll see. We'll see how that goes in comparison. I'm sure it's going to be night and day, you know, with graphics and oh, stuff. Yeah. The new one actually looks so, really good. Yeah. And they, they also have, I was watching a developer diary type of uh, YouTube that they released last week where they showed that they actually did the city of light, I think is what they call it or something along those lines. They normally have it in a day. And now they're having this like crazy, like night scene and it looks just amazing, you know, very vibrant, the lights, it's very crisp. And they were actually talking about how in a lot of games, everything looks so dirty, like, uh, the division, right? So everything's dirty. Everything's cramped. Whereas in mirror's edge, everything's like clean, uh, clean and sterile looking and and such so uh, just a different take on graphics for sure so that's been my big thing uh and then also 
Clash Royale. I got to throw that in and play that daily. Okay. But uh, that's been about it. How about you? Well, right now I just lost every screen on my computer. <laughs> all right. Got it all back. Flying blind. <laughs> I, I probably went just like, probably, I probably went completely dark in my, because all the light comes off my monitor. Um, so this week, play the division, of course. Um, also played uh, Rocket League on Friday for FNL, which was fun. Rocket League, always a good game. And um, so those two things and the surprise game. And I may just be late to the game, all right? But I happened to get an early access code to Paragon, okay. which is like a it's a third person MOBA. I guess it'd be like uh, like Smite. I guess is a third person MOBA, uh, but Paragon yeah, is yeah. is Epic is Epic Games. So oh, um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a key to that, and I spent. I pretty much played all day today. Uh, I had fun. I I really liked it, and I'm just like, oh man, I should have played Smite. <laughs> um, but now it makes me want to go like play Heroes of the Storm. Like I'm not going to play. I know Dota's really good. I know a lot of people play League of Legends, but for something, there's something about League of Legends that I just don't like. I don't know what it is, but um, and then Dota's supposedly a harder version of League of Legends, uh, but I wouldn't mind playing Heroes of the Storm. If anybody's played Paragon or Heroes of the Storm, you know, and wants to play and explain some of this stuff to me because I never played it. I've never played MOBA games really at all. Um, I know I'm playing over. I'm going to play Overwatch, but it's more of a hero shooter. It's not a MOBA. Um, but so I'm really new. Like the things I know, it's like, you know, you want to get be the last hit on a person to get the XP. You want to you have a middle lane, right lane, left lane or a top middle bottom. I mean, I understand all of that stuff. Um, but it, when it comes to like playing cards, power up cards, buy this, buy that, go to this little guy here, do this, do that. I'm just kind of like you know it's it's a lot further than just point and click and shoot the guy you know what i mean oh yeah <laughs> so uh and and a lot of it's just um um i know it's just one of those things like you just have to spend some time to learn it which is why I when i when I, I think you need a, a lot of time yeah well when i first played my first match in paragon i was just like i have no idea what's going on so I watched a couple <laughs> videos and then I just started playing it and I just kind of took my time, you know, because these type of games, each match lasts 30 minutes to an hour. So I was just taking my time and I started picking up things and I'm learning as I go because there's no thing. I mean, you have to go read forms and stuff because it is, you know, a closed beta, I guess, early right. access or whatever. Um, but I started getting hang of it and I actually started doing really good. So um, I had fun with it. So if anybody wants to check it out, go check out Paragon. If anybody's playing it, let me know. I think it's PC and PS4. I don't think it's coming out on the three or on Xbox One. Uh, I was playing it on PC. What? You talked it up, and it's not even an Xbox One or well, an Xbox show. Well, I don't care. It's a game. That's what I've been playing. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to talk about some board games now. Well, you talked about your mobile game. <laughs> I briefly mentioned it. Oh well. Um, Somebody was playing Iron Banner on Destiny. Brentley, what's wrong with you? Brentley said he was playing Iron <coughs> Banner. And that he would get banned. You're not going to get banned by me. I like Destiny. Their PvP is horrible, but, you know, 
like Iron Banner, but I like the game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Division, Rocket League, Paragon, that's uh, pretty much what I've played. I'm, wat- I'm watching a video on the Paragon website. Yeah. That, that's crazy. There's just so much going on. Yeah. So it, I was playing. It makes no sense what's going on. I can't even remember the character that I've been playing. I've been kind of focusing on one uh, because, you know, every character is different. Uh, I've kind of been focusing on one. It's the it's the one guy with the dual pistols. So. Looks like there's fourteen of them. Yeah. A dual pistol, twin blast, yes. Ranger, twin yep. blast. Yep, that's who I've been playing. Okay, so looks been, pretty cool. Yeah, one round I was just annihilating. I was like a level fifteen because you level each time each match. You start at zero and you go up. Right. I was like a level fifteen with like. 12 hero kills and and zero deaths and like it's funny because it's by epic so you get the uh, like you know epic and you get the voices that you would hear like an unreal tournament like when you just keep killing and killing and killing and and eventually like it said that and i was just like nice (laughs) it's like i love that so but uh yeah all right okay on to the next thing which is patreon.com. If you'd like the show and you'd like to be a subscriber, go to patreon.com slash this Xbox life. Or if you'd like to take uh, Artemis's uh, place on the donation part on our screen, as we stream, you know, send a donation to twitchroots.com slash donate slash this Xbox. Life. But uh, okay. Round table topics. I have, a couple things. I had one on here, um, but I kind of just remembered a couple things that happened over the last week. Um, uh, outside of the model thing, model three being revealed from Tesla, is uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you had uh, build twenty sixteen, and there was some Xbox stuff at build. Um, Phil Spencer was there, and I was really bummed because I was there last year and I didn't go this year. Uh, maybe next year I'll get to go again. I don't like to ask work to send me to an event like that, you know, multiple years in a row. Uh, but I don't have any problem asking them, you know, every other year. So, <clears throat> okay. So okay. maybe next year, maybe I'll get in early to see if I can make it. Cause last year the tickets sold out in like eight minutes. So you have to be on there and yeah, be ready. That's crazy. Um, but then if anybody, any other people want to go to build then we can have a meet and greet, It'd be fun. Um, but, uh, at build, I heard this on another podcast, uh, IGN's Xbox podcast. Um, they briefly mentioned it, but they said, Phil Spencer said that support for keyboard and mouse is coming to Xbox one. So what do you think about that? All right. Off the top of your head. I know you're not a first person shooter type of player. I think that's where everybody goes first. They're like, oh, Battlefield, it's going to be controller versus keyboard and mouse. I don't want to play keyboard and mouse. But, I mean, just because the Xbox One supports it doesn't mean every game is going to support keyboard and mouse. It's really going to be up to the developer. So what you're saying is it'll support it maybe for games, right? It could. It could. I I can't see why not. Aren't the keyboard and mouse already supported? Like, if you plug them in, they'll work or something. I thought I remember reading that. I never tried it. I don't know if it ever has or not. I thought it did. Yeah. Some people are saying it'd be cool because you could like chat, you know, type chat. Um, you know, you can 
navigate menus, uh, uh, things like that. Um, but I know with the whole cross PC Xbox play, they're already talking about having, you know, uh, special areas where it's like, you know, Xbox only, PC only, or you can mix. Cause you know, when you're playing PC, you're playing keyboard and mouse. Um, I imagine they would also have another way to say if it's Xbox with keyboard or Xbox with controller only, um, something like that. They'll let you pick and choose. Um, but I really don't see a problem with it. I think it would be neat. No, yeah. Um, Honestly, I, I think PlayStation has supported that for a while, but you have to set up your Xbox in an area where you can have a keyboard and mouse for one. Like I'm sitting at my computer. I use my keyboard to I open up the Xbox app on my computer, my right monitor. And then sure, as yeah. I get messages or even in uh, even in uh, Rocket League, when I go and you hit a chat, you can hit the back button to chat and it'll bring up the screen but then it'll bring up the screen on the Xbox app if it's connected to my Xbox and I'll just type my message and hit enter. And that's me chatting in the game through my Xbox. So, um, yeah, but I heard that's coming. I, I personally, I'm just like, okay, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. you know, usually I, I do that. It'd be nice for, uh, like RTS, like maybe halo wars two will support <laughs> it for anybody who's not playing it on PC. Um, but to me, I think it's going to be one of those things where if you buy it on Xbox, you'll get it on PC and you can play cross-platform and, and stuff like that. So uh, that's one thing I saw. Um, the other thing is that was at Build was your Xbox can be now a dev kit. So they're yeah. finally, finally turning that on. Uh, I don't know if Actually, it's, that's done, right? Isn't it turned on? Already? Is it turned on? So I saw it. I don't know if it's turned on now or if it's when the next update goes live. So that's um, either or. I mean, it, it's, you know, kind of coming for sure. Um, that's that. And the other thing I wanted to mention was Ghosts of Viridian. Viridian. Yeah. Uh, the latest free content for Halo 5 Guardians will arrive this coming week. So it uh, has two new maps, new weapons, vehicles, new visual customizations, and more. Um, so you can see a live stream on the 5th from 3 to 5 on uh, for 343. So they're going to be streaming it on Twitch uh, on Tuesday. So if you guys want to see what it is. But uh, yeah, new content there. I just looked it up. Yeah. So it looks like you can run your Xbox one in two modes, retail mode and dev mode. And you cannot be in the preview program. So you have, if you're in the preview program, you have to leave the preview program. <clears throat> and then uh, once your Xbox resets, then you go to the Xbox store, do a search for dev mode activation download it, confirm, do your business in there. And, uh, looks like, uh, that's it. There's some stuff that you need to do on Microsoft website as well, but that's how you do it on the Xbox side. Okay. doesn't seem too bad. looks to be about 16 steps altogether. And then you can switch back. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's meant for, if you want to be a developer, I mean, there's no reason to do it unless you're going to be developing a game or apps. Exactly. I mean, I guess they targeted developing apps. So, you know, if I wanted to build a Windows 
TXL app to put on your Xbox, uh, I could do so. So, and I would put my uh, my thing into development mode, so then I could test the app on my Xbox. So, wasn't there something special that people were doing like two years ago, where you could switch into some kind of developer mode and it would actually hose your machine? I don't remember. Do you remember that? No, no, I don't remember that. So, um. I'm trying to think. I had something else on the top of my head. <clears throat> oh, man, it was a hey, good one, too. Go ahead. Yeah, one thing that we discussed, I think, last week was, because actually, I think you had brought it up. It was about how um, the Sony with the VR yeah. might need new hardware. Didn't they release that like the day after our show went out? <laughs> Or it hit the news that that was going to happen. No, no, all no, that stuff was like it was before. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Or what I was like talking the PlayStation what I, four point five. Well, yeah, and that was based on that news. The stuff I was okay. talking about. Um, yeah, I mean, there. It's rumored that the you know they're calling you know the four K or whatever, four point five or four K. There, you know, it's kind of one of those things. It all depends on how they handle it. A lot of people, it's all speculation because nobody knows for sure. But, you know, people and I were talking about at work and I'm like, you know, <coughs> do remember that the original 360 did not have HDMI. It did not right. have uh, internal Wi-Fi. You know, it's the, just, you know, things like that. It had a, what, 20 gig hard drive. And then about sure. two, three years later, they came out with a, a another Xbox. I had like a smaller nanometer, you know, however, the smaller processor. So it, co- it was a little bit ran a little bit cooler because obviously the three red lights issue uh, some, you know, and then eventually they built in Wi-Fi. Uh, the hard drive went up to what? 60 gig, I think was the first jump. Or did it go straight to 120? Hmm. Maybe it went to 120. I know it was 120, 250. Yeah. Um, you know, just and, and you know the buttons were different. They went to like the little touch, like the contact sensitive buttons, and not the push buttons. It was just like, and that was an iter, and it had HDMI, so that was an iteration of right, Xbox. Right. But the thing was, is they didn't make it <coughs> more powerful. So right. everybody, when you were developing for a game for the Xbox, you're still developing it for the same Xbox. You, you know, who cares? But it was an updated Xbox. It was, a, you know, a 360.1, you know, type of type of scenario. This one here is, you know, they're saying if they do the same thing where it's like I build for the same PlayStation, I don't have to worry about more power and everything's going to run on both PlayStations, it's it's, tip, it's the same thing. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But if it comes down to, like, the game will run better, that you will be able to do this. You can only do this if it's on the 4.5. You can only, you know, if they put that line between the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 4.5 or 4K, that's a problem. They've sold over 30 million of those things, and pretty much they would be crapping on 30 million people. So uh, that's a lot of the talk that, that's going on there. And it's all speculation because who knows what they're going to do. They may not even be real. 
they may look at it and be like, nope, not worth doing. Um, but yeah. So, um, yeah. It makes me wonder. It's like, how does Sony sell 60 million consoles? Right. <laughs> Bring out a better one. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> they're, they're saying that if they would do like only runs on 4.5 or you can only do this on the 4.5, how it would just <clears> destroy <throat> them because it would be such a bad move. And this is coming from Colin on kind of funny who Colin's like one of my favorite people to listen to on, on the internet. I really like him. I, I like his journalism. I like the way he does stuff. I kind of have the same views as he does. Uh, not all the views. Like I do disagree with him in certain things too. Uh, and he's all PlayStation, you know? So, um, He's saying it's, it would be a bad idea and how it would kind of destroy them because they're saying that the you know Xbox One would pass PlayStation if they would do that because people would be so angry. Um, you know, it's one of those things they'd have to do and and see. But if they would do that and it would kind of be seen as a separate PlayStation, and they would stop making PlayStation 4s because they're saying they're going to continue to make PlayStation 4, which is really weird. They're not phasing it out. But if they would phase it out, mm. and Xbox One would then just have to pass the PlayStation 4 to say that it won the, the console war. No, we won. You guys gave up at $30 million. You guys went and built another console. <laughs> we win. <laughs> so, not that that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, did we talk last week about the controversy and Blizzard and Overwatch, or did that I happen? So did that happen afterwards? I'm not sure. The tracer stuff. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So Overwatch, I've pre-ordered. I'm ready. It comes out on uh, PC right. and Xbox One and and everything. Uh, if you pre-order, you get it early next early next month. There is a character, Tracer, one of my favorite characters to play. A uh, female character, really fast, can rewind time and can also has a, like a dart capability. So as you're running, like your uh, cursor, the cursor for your gun will be in the middle screen and there'll be like three triangles underneath it. And uh, with, I played on PC. So if you'd right click your mouse, she would jump forward like, uh, like dart forward, almost like blink. If you know what I'm talking about. Um, and you could do it three times real quick. And then her superpower was like rewinding time. Which okay. was really cool because I had a person running behind me shooting me and I reround time and, and got a jump on them. I think they still ended up killing me though, but it was pretty cool because I rewound behind them. Wait, uh, how, how's that work? If it's all real time, how does it rewind for you? Uh, it's just a power. They disappear and she pops back three seconds back or whatever. It's not rewinding everybody's time. It's rewinding her time. Oh, so it just pops her back to where she was three seconds. Yeah. Kind of like that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Really okay, cool. Sense. There's a victory stance that she had where it's one of those, you know, look over your shoulder type of victory <clears throat> stances. And somebody complained about it saying that they're sexualizing, what? sexualizing the character too much. And it's in our Facebook groups where I first spotted it. Cause I looked at it. I'm like, oh, don't tell me. And blizzard ripped it out. They took that stance out. Um, and it's funny because some people are really angry about it. 
Um, they're saying that it was like some online petition. They're like, Hey, let's start another online petition to remove the guns from overwatch. <laughs> and that, <laughs> that petition actually got more signatures than the petition to remove the stance, but they're not removing the guns, but they removed the stance. So wait, wait. So what's his stance about? I mean, she just looks over her shoulder. She, yeah, her, her butt's facing you basically. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, and, and actually there's a guy stance where he's looking over his shoulder too, but they left that one in. Um, just one, mm. one of those things. And it's, I don't know what is going on, but all you got to do is find something to complain about and, and just threaten something and, and a company will cave. They will just well, cave. And I hope, I hope they put it back later. Well, <laughs> once they get everybody's money, they can put it back. You know, you look at, look at the other side of it though. Like remember the games where it was just like every female character, like had mass, like had like a massive chest or whatever. Sure. Right and now. like none of us, like we didn't like that. Like a lot of people complained about it and it was, it was a really good complaint. Like look at street fighter five. There's some character in street fighter five that it's just ridiculous. Um, but you know, this one here, it, there wasn't anything wrong with it. It was just, you know, one of those things and, and somebody complained about it and they ripped it right out of there. And so some people weren't happy. Some people were me. I don't care because it's not a part of the game play. And I think that was the main argument was like, it doesn't hurt the game to take it out. And it's like, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah. It's just like, hey, if there's something about a game you guys don't like, I mean, look at the ending of Mass Effect 3. People complained about the ending of Mass Effect 3 so much, they went and changed the ending. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's like, let the if you don't like it, don't buy it. That, that's my thing. And, and there's no way that this person complaining about this was going to cause this big uproar and people weren't going to go buy Overwatch. Because to me, I just look past it. If there's something I don't like about a game, I mean... I, I won't buy it. Me just complaining to the internet doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. So hey, you just have to learn to not take everything so personal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess if a game, you know, every time you won, it said, Hey, Brun, you're a complete moron. Okay. I might have a problem with that because it's directly attacking me. But if it was like, you know, What's wrong with that? You know, it's a guy with no shirt and big muscles. I'm not going to be like, hey, you're sexualizing that guy in this game. I want it taken out because I'm not a complete fit, you know, guy. I have a, I have a, how come every character with a big belly in a game has a pig face? I, that, you know, since I'm a heavier guy, I take offense to that. I, I want that taken out, you know, which Overwatch has a big guy, a uh, big, big belly guy on it i think and he has like a hook and he has like a gas mask or something like why oh all big guys fart oh you know you need a gas mask oh i'm offended you know and i'll go and complain about it maybe maybe they'll rip that out um or something but so yeah i i think i've got it figured out bro okay it's an easy answer okay all right so here, here's the deal people complain to get all that racy stuff pulled out of the games because they don't want to be busted by their girlfriends or wives while they're playing. That's it. <laughs> is that what it is? That's all it is. I'm trying to find. And, and the funny thing is, is like, uh, 
the pose that's on there, it's all over the internet. You know, it's not going away on the internet <laughs> ever. So <laughs> it's it's funny that this person gets it removed from the game, but you know, complaining complaining about it has basically made it five million pictures of it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> which will never go away. <laughs> so, um, Oh, that's a picture. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, um, ridiculous. Yeah. The, the one, the one that I thought was actually interesting is the one I'm sending you now, because this one here is one that would actually, I think is pretty bad. Do you, do you Why is it bad? Well, because they're saying that since they ripped out the image of her, the sexualized image of her, basically it's like how women are treated in the Middle East and stuff where they have to cover their entire body. Right. Like with the, with a burka. burka. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was what they're saying. They're going to put in the game is is tracer is going to be in a burka because you know, oh, this is the same one. It's just, well, it's, same the same character. It's the same character, but somebody made a, a like a meme of it or whatever. I got you. So, um, yeah, they said that's going to be the new tracer winning stance is going to be her with that on. So, but you can still see her eyes. <laughs> yeah, I they offend me. Yeah, it offends me. So I'm offended. So, um, uh, but yeah, that was uh one one other. So, I mean, there's, there's a line, like I said, like some things I don't care for, but I'm not going to go, you know, I'm not going to go on the internet and complain. I I feel bad. You know, we're in our, we're in our thirties. Sure. Sure. I'll stick with that. Yep. Or forties. Um, (laughs) and I feel like everybody that's between the age of 18 and 22 uh if people are listening or between 18 and 22 i feel like what they see in the world today is if you want something all you have to do is complain hard enough and then you'll get it and that's not the way the real world works so don't pay attention to what you see out there because it, it that's not the way real things work. I, some people seem to get away with it and I, I just see it as a trend and it's not a good trend. So, but we'll leave that at that. Um, and then my other thing, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about or throw out there is quantum break comes out on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. I am very excited to play it. Um, I'm giving on it PC or on Xbox. I'll be playing it on Xbox. Okay. Um, my score is a 2.4 out of 10 um very shameful uh don't really care for the game um but uh yeah never played it but i'm just gonna say i don't like it because everybody okay. else says they don't like it or or a few uh a few websites uh gave it really horrendous scores and uh i go out there and i read and people's like oh i'm glad i'm not getting it and i knew this was going to be a really bad game i'm not buying it um and I just want to put it there like, oh, I didn't know you played it. <laughs> so, um, of course, they're going off a trusted review source of probably somebody. They, like I said, I 
I like how Colin reviews games and stuff. Jeff Gersman is a guy I like in, in games journalism and, and as a critic. He gave it a four point, you know, basically a four. Uh, he gave it a real bad score. Um, and I was very surprised when I saw him like, oh, man, you know, this group, you know, Giant Bomb gave it a four, you know, or a 40 is how they get. I don't know if there's a four stars or maybe there's just two stars or something like that. And I, when I went to look at who wrote it, I was actually very surprised. I'm like, oh, man, I got to read read through here to see what he didn't like about it. I mean, and he gives his opinion and his he uh, justifies why he gave it that score. But the people and the things are just like, oh, you know, I know I'm, I'm glad I didn't buy it. I'm glad I didn't do this. And then you turn around and their scores that are nines. IGN gave it an eight. And we all know how, you know, we kind of said, hey, IGN, you gave the division a 6.7. Um, not what I would have gave it, but hey, you know, that's what you gave it. That's what you gave it. Um, but I still play it and I enjoy it. So I'm very excited to play Quantum Break, regardless if it's a nine or a four or whatever, because I think it's going to be fun. I like Remedy. You know, I'm I'm excited to oh, play yeah, the game. Yeah. Um, but it's just all over the place. Some one group, <laughs> one group gave it a, a six out of ten, and I actually watched the video review because I was trying. I think it was Games Radar. I can't remember. I'll have to pop up Metacritic here as I'm talking. Um, but during their video review, one of their complaints was it only had one ending. I didn't what? know. I didn't know every game needed to have more than one ending. <laughs> I was very surprised when I saw that. I'm like, oh man, I didn't. I didn't know more than one games had to have more than one ending. And the thing was, was like, well, there's different branching and different paths you can take during the game, and. In the middle of the game, each, you know, it would be different, but it all leads to the same ending. All right. Uh-huh. So they're saying that that's bad because it makes me feel it makes them feel that the choices you make don't have so, any different outcome. So they slam every telltale game, right? I don't know. I don't know. So, it, you know what, Brun? I think I'm going to give it a rating of 0.5. Okay. Solely, even though I haven't played it yet. Right. Solely based on the fact that it has the letter Q in the title. <laughs> and an ends in a K. Okay. That is my reasoning. Okay. And it's just as good as theirs. Yeah. Well, their these guys have played. I mean, the people that are reviewing it have played it. Um, uh, another, or, or, you, or, you know what, or there's another thing that just irks me about the game. And that's that, that actor that's in the, that's in the game. Uh-huh. He's got a brother and I can't tell them apart. <laughs> oh, jeez, Sean Ashmore. Is that his name? Sean Ashmore. Yeah, I, yeah, Iceman. He was the other guy. Yeah. yeah. Or he's on, uh, oh, what's that show? Dark matter. No, not dark matter. It's on sci-fi. Oh, I don't know. No, I think it was Game GameSpot anyway. was the one that gave it. They gave it a six, and he was the one that mentioned only having one ending. And also, he said it's kind of crappy because you can beat the single player game in, uh, in just under ten hours. 
I have just like I'm I'm just I'm looking horrible, and horrible, you know, horrible. yeah, and and some you know some people want to give a review and then they say th- they're like, oh, the game mechanics and the time mechanics are awesome. They're really fun. They're pretty cool. Um, but you know, you, sometimes you have to rely rely on the guns to kill mm-hmm. the enemies because there's guns in it, and that you can't just you know sometimes your powers won't help you with every enemy so you have to rely on your guns but in the in the in the shootings kind of floaty per se um which i could see as a possible issue as far as far as it being floaty if it's your one main reason or one main main way to kill or, or or to take down an enemy and if you have to reload two or three times because you know the shootings floaty um but it's just like some of the complaints to knock down their score to me didn't make any sense. I know it probably makes sense to them and that's why it's an opinion and I'm not bashing them or anything like that. Um, and obviously I'll know what I think about the game after I play it. Um, but yeah, I was just very surprised on the, on the, the range of scores and the range of the reviews. Um, because even when I was listening to uh, podcasts unlocked and stuff, like they all were saying good things about it. They had some negative things about it, but they're all just like, "Oh yeah, it's a good game." It's like I, one person's like, "Yeah, I, it's one of those games where I was just like, I kept thinking about it. Like I wanted to play it so much, I just kept thinking about it until I got to play it, and then I beat it, and I just kept thinking about it. So it's like, obviously, it's good enough to some people." Um, so it's definitely one of those things like go, you got to go play it to get an idea uh, if you like it or not. You know, take if you're if you're like. I like looking at reviews and that, and that's kind of why I picked this topic is I like looking at reviews. I like reading reviews to help me make a decision, but not to make up my mind. You know, it, it a review exactly. does not answer. For me, it helps me make. A decision and most of the time when i really look at a review is if i'm between two games that come out at the same time and i really have to pick and choose where i want to put my money where am i mm-hmm. where am i going to have possibly where do i have have the best chance of having more fun uh or more game time um so i'll look and if you know one game gets a nine and the other game gets a six I'll read the reviews and say, okay, yeah, I think I think the nine is probably the better route. If they both get nines, then it's a little more troublesome. Um, but don't let somebody's review make up your mind for you. You know, let it help yeah. you make a decision on, on something. Um, you know, that, that's a very good point because I see this a lot more on the board game side. Mm-hmm. So, like with you know this board game life. Um, there's actually, well, in the board game space, there's a lot more releases of titles. Right. Like on, there's a big show in Germany for board games in uh, the fall. And I think there were like a couple hundred that released there. And total, there was probably, you know, eight to 800 to a thousand titles that released last year. So it, it's, there's, there's quite a few titles out there and there's a lot of people that will actually look at reviews and judge games just based on what somebody said. Right. And you don't do that. It, it's just, 
how can you judge anything by not having the experience yourself and just going based on somebody's words on something? Right. You should just, whatever reviews that you see, I don't even think review is a good name for it. It's an opinion. It's somebody's opinion of, of the title. If it was strictly like an informational thing, it would just have like, these are the graphics. This is the audio. This is how it plays. Right. But then they give you this, like what their take on it is and what irks them, what they like. Just watch as much as you can play it for yourself, then have an opinion on mm-hmm. it. This I haven't played the game, but I'm rating it a two. That's ridiculous. Right. Uh, th- that kind of stuff shouldn't even be allowed. Well, that, I think, and that's the reason why reviewers and critics are there. I mean, they're there to help you do things. Like they, I, I kind of have this growing problem with the games journalism or game criticism. Um, you know. When I'm hearing, you know, I'm listening on the podcast and somebody, they were saying that, well, Quantum Break doesn't look good. Uh, what? Uncharted 4 looks better. And it's just like, Jeez. oh, wait, come, I mean, you know, even there's like, how do you compare those two games? Yeah, no, both games graphically look great. Uncharted 4 looks awesome. Quantum Break looks awesome. It doesn't mean Quantum Break is worse than Uncharted. I mean, like, how do you compare those two games? And I and I and it's funny because when they said that and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, you know what? You know, let me go look at this and let me go look at that. You know, all these places that are scoring this, like, you know, I hate to tell everybody, Uncharted 4, 10.0. I'm calling it right now. It is going to get a perfect score. You, uh, if it doesn't, I'll be su- I'll be surprised. I'll be so surprised if Uncharted 4 doesn't get a, a perfect score. Um if Quantum Break was a PlayStation exclusive, it would be a 9.0, 10.0. I really am getting to that point where if it's anything exclusive to Xbox, it's bad. And if it's exclusive to PlayStation, it's good. And that's if games are good or, you know, if it's a bad game and it's PlayStation, it's good. If it's a good game for PlayStation, it's great. If it's a good game, if it's a great game for Xbox, it's okay. And if it's an okay game for Xbox, it's horrible. It's it's just like the scale is so far off uh, when it comes to games, journalism, and criticism. And, you know, I listen to a number of podcasts, and when you have an Xbox podcast or a Sony podcast that are sponsored by the same company that they're talking about the console, how is that not a conflict of interest? And do you believe they would be honest? Like if we were sponsored by Xbox, if every show started this show and says, we're not this. No, we're not. Believe it or not. It says, I I need to review my contract. This week's uh, episode of this Xbox life is sponsored by, you know, Xbox live. Do you want to play with your friend? You know, like if that, if our show all started off, would you expect us to say anything bad about Xbox? Negative? You know, you wouldn't think we would say anything negative because we're getting paid by those guys. And when you hear, um, I don't know who the sponsor comes through for 
I'd have to go check the podcast unlocked who the sponsor is at the beginning of their show. But I know the beginning of the show for uh, for pod or for Beyond, which is the IGN's PlayStation podcast, is sponsored by PlayStation View. So they're sponsored by something PlayStation for a PlayStation podcast. What makes me think that they're ever going to say anything negative about them, Re- regardless if they have a negative comment or not? Because if you say something negative, there goes your, av- you know, there goes your. Your sponsorship, there goes your ad dollars, and you know there there goes your money. Um, you know us on a, this show. If we don't like something about the Xbox, we'll say we don't like it about the Xbox. We we don't care, you know, because and we have we've said things we don't like about our console and and games and stuff like that because we're not getting paid by anybody. And if we were, I, I mean, you really got to think about that. It's like. You know, this show is brought to you by Quantum Break. Oh, Quantum Break's a nine is a is eleven point oh out of ten. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah, that's that's what I feel like it happens when it comes to that. And I feel that the ad money and and just the money in general coming in games and into the journalism and stuff is really tainting what they're there for. Um, and and I, I've seen it, and it's just like over the past couple of years. I, I've just, it's just grown on me like that. It's like, I can't, I can't take it almost. It's, it just drives me crazy. So I, I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not everybody, but I just feel that way. And, and I should, and, and it's like, it's like, just because the, I, I wouldn't feel that way if they didn't present the opportunity to make me feel that way. It's like, they don't even hide it anymore. <laughs> no, no. So it just, the way it is. Oh yeah, and it's it's sad. I mean, I don't. I know companies like IGN and 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 like if you go back to um, who was one up? Oh, EGM. I think so. EGM. Right. It's been so long. I mean, when they fired everybody yeah. and sold everything off because they were just out, I guess, having money issues. Uh, I think that's mm-hmm. what it was years ago. I mean, that was crappy. It's like, oh man, that's horrible. And it, and they were in print, you know. And and now it's just like, you know, what happens if IGN ever would shut down? Or I think IGN would fold if they didn't get all the the ad revenue and and stuff that they get. I mean, you go to their site. And they and they have separation of duties. Like they don't know what's on their site or who their sponsors are getting, and they shouldn't, because then that would lead to them not being honest. I really do feel that way. But when I open up a podcast and it's a host of the podcast reading the sponsorship of the podcast, then you know there's no separation. They know exactly who's paying them. And that leads that's a problem. That's a conflict of interest. But, uh, you know, it's almost like I would love to write in and be like, so what do you think about the Sony view? Uh, Sony view? <laughs> and they're all going to say great things about it. And I would just like to say, I bet you're all going to say great things about it because you're sponsored by it. And then just to see what they would say, for one, they wouldn't read it on there because they know what I'm, you know, what I'd be trying to do. But Yeah. So, variety of scores for Quantum Break, and that's what I feel about the games media. <laughs> Yeah. So, and I am it's not game. I am not long, games though. media. <laughs> I am a, you know, a fan of of gaming and uh, of Xbox in particular. But yeah. yeah. 
but I'm not afraid to say I am not liking how my Xbox is slowing down for some reason. So it's slowing down. Yes, the freaking guide and stuff is losing responsiveness. I don't know why, and I don't want to have to refresh that. Ask talking to Xbox support sometimes on Twitter. I wish I could strangle somebody, but I don't want them to come back and say, "Oh, well, let's reset everything." I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't. I shouldn't have to do that. So, but all right. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Anything else? I know no, I've been no. rambling on. I apologize. So. No, no, no. It's good. It's good. Nothing. No, I got nothing. Not not one thing. Well, we do have a couple. Uh, emails so that'll probably spark some stuff yeah so let's hit the community so before we shut down cafe press (laughs) uh you can go to cafepress.com slash this xbox life and uh purchase all your goodies and uh you can hang out at the office with your txl mugs sponsored by cafe press they are the greatest ever (laughs) so um yeah get some street cred with your txl merchandise yeah so your camera shifted to the <laughs> you're not in the middle anymore oh, <laughs> yeah um I, I you know i've got it sitting on this pedestal and i just happened to like straighten out the pedestal without i totally forgot the camera was on it <laughs> <laughs> don't do that anymore um okay well <laughs> but uh, all right community time so everybody uh, in the community that's been around for a while, you know the whole you know the whole thing I'm going to go through here. But we have had some new people come in, um, and I believe one of the uh, one of the people that wrote in this week is actually new to the community. So, which is great. But if you go to our site, thisxboxlife.com, on the right hand side, you'll see a, a little tag sticking out from the side. It says "Send Voicemail." Click on that, follow the prompts, and you can send us a voicemail that we will play and answer in the show. Uh, other than that, you can do a, the contact form, uh, fill out a question, or you know, fill out your information there, send us in a question, we will put it, read it, and answer it in the show. Or if you want to email directly, if you prefer to use your email, uh, you can email contact at thisxboxlife.com, and we will read it and answer it in the show. Um. So let's do emails first. So time to earn your paycheck. All right. First one is from, uh, there's two ways I could say it. So I'll go with by chop 25. I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to say like Bishop, like, but without the S. Oh yeah. Okay. One of those three, (laughs) the new, sorry, you're new and we're butchering your name. Oh my God. (laughs) You have to write in again yes. and tell us how that is. Please uh, voicemail. put in your message how to phonetically uh, say yeah, voicemail. <laughs> we name. need a voicemail next week so we can hear it. Oh, yeah. There you go. All right. So, uh, hey, guys, recently started listening to the show. I'm really enjoying it. I've been playing The Division and love it. But I have been having some of the same issue in the dark zone where I'm getting ganged up on right when I enter. I'm new to gaming. I got my Xbox at Christmas and with family, my playing time is limited. So I really haven't met people to play with. With the exception of my nephew every once in a while, do you have any pointers on dark zone play? 
do you, bro? Uh, yeah, don't go in alone. <laughs> no. Um, oh, yeah. I think that's number one. Well, some people can go in alone if you have a certain setup. The uh, setup I have, I've already mentioned, I mentioned the last couple of weeks, I got off of uh, X Factor on YouTube. And the whole setup is to help you. It's basically meant for you to survive longer when you're by yourself. Um, so you can obviously run that setup. Like if you're running a turret or or anything like that, then you're gonna have to you're gonna have to look, give up some stuff um, to basically uh, be able to run on your own. Uh, the other thing I say, get out there in our Facebook group if you're not out there already. Um, find out who's out there playing. Send a friend request if you haven't already to me. Uh, I'm BJSwick33. Um, we'll get in there and play. Wing Wing always grabs me. Um, I'm trying to think of, you know, um, Xbox Record that is in there a good bit. Uh, it's, I mean, we have people from the community in there all the time. Um, and most people do not mind uh, playing along. So since you are new to the community... Get out there in Facebook, you know, hook, you know, try to get up with some people there. It's probably the easiest thing I can uh, say for you to do. Um, and this is the perfect, and, and, and not to like brag about our community or yes, to brag about our community, but you are kind of in the same boat as most of us. We are all older adults with families, you know, kids, things like that. So, we all understand the same situations. Like, you know, my gaming time is limited. Like when I jump in and play, I can't waste my time just running around by myself. Like it's always nice to have somebody there. Um, and that's what our community I think is like the best for is, uh, we are all, we all understand exactly what you're saying. So typically when we jump in, um, there's just message popping everywhere. And, and it's like, you know, if you don't answer everybody's message, they understand like, you know, I log in and I get wing hits me up. A couple of people from work will hit me up. Sometimes Brentley will hit me up. Armistice will hit me up, you know, and that's why the, it's awesome to have Xbox app open on my computer next to me because I can reply already in a group, already in a group, already in a group. Um, or, you know, Hey, I'll, uh, I grouped up with this people this time. I'll try to group up with you guys tomorrow. Um, and, and things like that. The other thing is, is if you're if you are by yourself, don't go off in the dark zone. Go run your dailies, things like that, where you can do the quick matching, you know, which is which is pretty. Oh, I love that. It's so nice. If I don't see people running in the dark zone or out or do not get a message pop, I'm like, all right, time for dailies, um, which I haven't done in the last couple of days. But that's what I would say. I'm only in the 24 on the dark zone. I think wings over 50. He would be the main guy, but uh, that's really the advice I can give. So, next. All right. Next up uh, is from Nightlord 40K. I love most things about Xbox One, especially since we're seeing regular updates that seem to add many of the features the Xbox community has been asking for. My only real complaint and it is small, is that my games and apps tile, just the game section, really. I want my digital games and my disc-based games to be 
in separate lists or for them to at least give us a separate folder that we could move our disc-based games to. There is no reason that they should be mixed in with our digital games. The way Xbox has this particular section set up is a mess. It works, but it is a mess. Really, I wouldn't mind a folder for the app section as well, just so I could hide the apps I don't use on a regular basis. This is just a small gripe of mine and really the only negative thing that I can see at the moment with Xbox One. So my question to each of you is, what are your thoughts on my games and app style? Does it bother you a bit like it does me, or are you satisfied with the way that it is? What do you think? Um, so is he talking about the section at the bottom of the dashboard where everything's kind of mixed together? That's like your pinned items, right? Yeah, it's 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 like, a, well, for me, the games and apps tile or the games and apps section that you get to by hitting the right trigger and then selecting it, right. it splits everything into what? Apps, games. And Q and Q, right. yeah, yeah. Everything is all together. Yeah, but if you pin, if you pin things and you hit the right trigger and you go down, there's all your pins, and they're not right. separated. They're whatever order you put them in. Um, right. So okay, let's answer. It would be nice to have folders, and I would think that that's coming. But yeah, so if you were talking about the section just where you know where all your things are pinned, um. You can do something to separate them, and I would recommend, like, if you want to separate your disc-based games that you have pinned versus your digital, and then your apps, is seeing that we can move the tiles now. Maybe put all your digital games first, and then your apps, and then your disc-based games, so you're actually... Or whatever you whatever you have the yeah, most yeah, of, wh- put Yeah, whatever top. order you want to put them in. Um, but right. if you would separate them with your apps tiles, then you would at least know that way. Um, that was one, you know, one way I could recommend. Um, otherwise, what you're asking for is is probably a way for not only in the my games and apps, but you to more separate those with sections, which would be nice. Um, similar to like Windows 8 or the Windows uh, Windows 10 big screen, you can actually put a little bar, like there's a little space you can put between your tiles, which kind of separates them a little bit. Um, that would be nice. I know what you're, that would be kind of a cool way to, to separate them when you can move your tiles around, put like a, you know, basically a horizontal rule in there. Um, if you were talking about when you go to the apps and games app, which it has games and then apps, they're already separated and then Q. Inside games, yes, you you have all of your games because basically that's just kind of like all the stuff you've played um, and they are mixed. So I would agree with you that it would be nice to be able to separate, you know, hey, these are just saves or DLC because of their disc based or these are full digital games. Uh, I think that actually would be a cool idea. You should go to the I think it's xbox.uservoice.com is that it rob xbox i think that xbox.uservoice.com which is the feedback where they are looking at and building 
uh, things into the update. Oh man, I just turned my Xbox on. Xbox turn off. Yes. You guys could all hear that, right? <laughs> what heard you say? Well, no, like you guys should. You might hear my uh, the audio and stuff going through there because uh, it runs through the same board. <laughs> um, yeah, it just turned off. So um, if you go there and and put your request in and let us know if you put it in and I, I'll go upvote it um, because I think. I think mine that I have out there has like 90 votes now. I think it's like it, it's made it up to the second or third page and mine has to deal with the Xbox app itself for PC. I want to be able to select my own audio input and output source so I can use my equipment. Uh, otherwise, it just echoes. People hear themselves talk, which is annoying. Um, but yeah. Somebody was saying, uh, uh, Brentley is saying this episode of This Xbox Life is sponsored by Rob's Drink. Sure. <laughs> and Mountain Dew, because I was drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I have I have the tape on, on my can, so you can't see it because they didn't pay us. Or maybe I don't. Um, but, yeah, to answer your question, I, I'm okay with the way it is. And the only reason why I say that is because I don't have any disc-based games. Um, but I can absolutely see what you're saying. And I would agree with you that it would be cool to have a way to separate them. Or at least to organize it somehow, because this past week I got in on the doom beta Mm -hmm. that they had. So I went into on Thursday, I went into, um, my games and apps and I scrolled through that list left and right, probably four or five times looking for doom it turned out not to be there (laughs) but it was really annoying just having a you know i'm using the bumper buttons uh up on top to go or the left and right buttons up on top of the of the uh controller just to go like page by page it would be nice to have some kind of sorting that you could do i mean heck the 3ds you know simple little nintendo portable lets you do folders and such why wouldn't the xbox well yeah you mentioned you mentioned you know what i like about the 3ds and stuff is you can increase and decrease the size of the tile so you get more per page oh yeah that's what yep that's these two lines what is it two lines yeah yeah two rows on and and you have enough space for 15 more <laughs> on on that page like, stop making me go left and right so far. I mean, once you go all the way to the right of all your installed games, that's where it shows, like, all the games you can st- install or ready to install. And they have, what, four or five rows, and everything's a little bit smaller. Like, why can't I adjust that? that I would like to have that. That would be nice. Um, but. Oh, interesting thing about that little uh, ready-to-be-installed section. So it turned out that the Doom beta was not in my list because I was part of the alpha a couple months ago. And then after the alpha, I uninstalled it. But when they started the beta, they basically just shipped out an update to the game. Okay. They shipped out an update to the game. So it was the same title. You know, it it was the same game. Mm -hmm. Just now it wasn't an alpha. It was a beta. So since I uninstalled it and I actually hit it, 
because I didn't want to see it in my list because I thought I was done with it. I wasn't sure how to find it again. And I couldn't find it. I was doing searches in the store, couldn't find it. And it turns out that if you go into the like ready to be installed section, Mm -hmm. if you hold down both triggers and then press X for about one or two seconds and let go, it shows you everything in that list. So everything that you hid before gets unhidden temporarily. So you can install like that screen ride demo that you're just itching to reinstall or whatever the case may be. Do I hear wind? But just, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very windy in the windy city. Isn't that crazy? Is that what that is? It is. Oh. It's wind outside. Wow. We've got like 30, 40 mile an hour winds. Jeezy cow. Yeah, we had like 60 <laughs> mile an hour winds like over the weekend. Crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was earlier. Like I hear whistling. I'm like, I'm like looking around like, what is that? <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't think my little sound equipment here is gonna <laughs> cut this out. Actually, let me see. Yeah, gusts up to fifty miles an hour. Oof, okay, right now. Good old windy city. Uh, anything else about this board? Or no, 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 no. no. All right. Uh, well, that's as far as uh, community, as far as emails and stuff that we received. Uh, you can also go to twitter.com slash this Xbox Life. Um, and like I mentioned before, uh, you know, as far as our group, our main group, we all chit chat on facebook.com slash groups slash this Xbox life. All right. So games this week, retail releases. So of course, I don't think I even need to mention this, but quantum break comes out this Mm -hmm. week. I think we mentioned that a couple times already. It's too bad that the game is so lowly rated. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you might be more interested in playing the following titles since Quantum Break is so horrible. RBI Baseball 16, Dirt Rally, Star Wars Battlefront Outer Rim, Letter Quest, Grimm's Journey Remastered, Enigmatus, The Ghost of Maple Creek, and Stickbold, A Dodgeball Adventure. For the Xbox 360, we have nothing as far as we are aware of. And the uh, last three that you read off for Xbox One come out on Friday. Yeah. Then uh, Games with Gold changed up on Friday. I think that was the first. So uh, for Xbox One, we still have Lords of the Fallen, which carried over from last month. And new for April is The Wolf Among Us. And then for Xbox 360, we have Dead Space. That one just started up on the first. And uh, Dead Space is available for backwards compatibility. So if you have an Xbox One, make sure to grab The Wolf Among Us and Dead Space. Then uh, if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, please make sure to use our affiliate link. That way you can get whatever stuff you're looking to get from Amazon.com. Plus you get to help out the show. Uh, We get a tiny little referral fee for sending you their weight. It doesn't cost you anything extra and it does help the show out. Also, if you're on iTunes, uh, go ahead, uh, look us up on iTunes and give us a rating. Five five star few, (laughs) five star 
review, please. <laughs> the more five-star reviews that we get, it turns us into a featured podcast where more and more folks can find out about the show. And uh, that's all I've got, Bron. How about you? Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think I have anything else. So I'm trying to trying. Yeah. If we wrap up the show now, I can probably run outside and chase down my grill cover <laughs> as it's probably two blocks away. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, no, that's it. Uh, wings should be okay. back. Uh, next week, I think all of three of us will be back next week. Uh, we'll probably yeah. have some info on Quantum Break on our 1.0 rating. Um, <laughs> so our combined scores. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go down to point three 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 three. So us combined can be a one star rating. I'll give it a thirty three. It's a good number. Don't know why I like it so much. <laughs> thirty three and a third. So. But, uh, all right. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. Uh, we will be back uh, next week. So I am Brun BJ Swick 33. And I'm Rob Olson, who's Presar. Thanks for listening. 